0: Welcome to the Kingsway Christian Fellowship. We hope that you'll be blessed as you listen to this audio sermon streamed live from Melbourne, Australia. Kingsway Christian Fellowship is a family Bible-based non-denominational church preaching Jesus Christ based in Wonturner. Visit www.kingswaychristianfellowship.com Now here is Pastor Werner Schultz. Speak on Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. Who knows what is written there? Now lift up your lame hands and your tottering knees. Strengthen them. And as I started reading and praying for it and digging into the word, you know, I ended up in Isaiah chapter 35, there are verses 1 to 10. Let's read it. The wilderness and the desert will be glad, and the Arabah will rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It will be blossomed profusely, yes, and rejoice with rejoicing and shout of joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it, and the majesty of Carmel. And Sharon, they will see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Encourage the exhausted and strengthen the feeble. And that refers, encourage the exhausted hand and the feeble or tottering knees. That's what it says here. And that's how I came to the scripture there. Behold, you God will come with vengeance, and recompense of God will come. But he will save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, and the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. Then the lame will leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute will shout for joy. For waters will break forth in the wilderness and streams in the Arabah. Now, the word Arabah means actually desert. That's what it is. And that's perhaps a, even a stronger word than just desert. That means something. There's nothing there. Now, there was nothing in any way that could bring forth food or any green. And then we read further on. The scorched land will become a pool. And the thirsty ground, spring of waters, and the hound of shackles is its resting place. Grass becomes reed and rushes. A highway will be there, a roadway. It will be the cold, or so-called, the highway of holiness. And that's what I'm going to speak this morning the highway of holiness. But it will be for him who will walk that way. The fool will not wander on it. No lion will be there, nor will any vicious beast go on it. These will not be found there, but the redeemed will walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord will return, and come with rejoicing or joyful shouting to to Zion. With everlasting joy up on their heads, they will find gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing will flee away. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word you have given us. Your word is so actual in every situation and we thank the lord that we can come to your word this morning and i pray help me lord to preach your word though lord that we might understand what the spirit is saying this morning to us all lord i thank you i pray lord that you might give grace to speak your word give grace to listen to your word and also i pray give grace to act upon your word in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now this word from Isaiah 35 is actually a word for the so-called lost ten tribes of Israel. Now they are not lost. They were never lost. As some people say, and there's they speculations, you know, especially um, that the church is Israel again and so on. These sort of teachings have come up and said, well, we are the new Israel. No. The Bible speaks very clearly here that there is a highway on which they came home. It is a time when the so-called 12 lost tribes came out of the Assyrian um, lockdown, should should I say that? They came out. There was a time where actually the Lord brought them out in a wonderful way. And that's what it says here. And we see, actually, the coming out of that Assyrian captivity had something to do with a new life in the wilderness, and so on. And we have read what happened there. Now, God is watching over every, every person. There were never, ever been the so-called lost tribes of Israel. Now, I learned a song in Sunday school, and it goes lot about this. Do you know how many stars is in, are in heaven? And then the answer was this, God the Lord has counted them all. And he counted them, and not even one he missed. And that's so also what God said in his word, it will come to pass and, it, and nothing has missed. Now this is very interesting. And when I started this to, to bring before the Lord, on my knees and prayed, they have found something. There is a highway of holiness. And we have to go this highway of holiness. It's not my invention. That's what the Bible says. Are you on that highway of holiness? If you look into the street map of Israel in those days, There were actually two major freeways or highways. There was a highway on the west. And that highway on the west was actually that ancient highway on the east coast on the sea and was called the Highway on the Sea. And it connected the ancient cities and there were these two cities, Tyre and Sidon. And then they went all the way down to Egypt. This was a major highway then at that time. And then there was another highway on the east. And that was called the Highway of the Kings. And it went down all the way from northern Syria down to Egypt, and actually down to the place nowadays being called Elat. If anyone has been in Israel, he knows where this place Elat is. And then it turned sharply westway to Egypt. Now these were the two major highways. And now here the Bible speaks about, and that what the Lord said: there is another highway. The highway of holiness. Do you understand what I mean? There is a highway of holiness. And this highway has a wonderful goal. Because on this highway, the so-called lost tribes came down back to Samaria. You know, the two uh, uh, places in Israel, the North Reich, the ten, uh, st- uh, of the 10 tribes of Israel with the city Samaria, and then the two tribes of Judah who went into the Babylonian uh, lockdown, if I can say this way. But God brought them out. And we see here, that was a freeway or a highway of holiness. It was not marked in the Bible, and you can't find it somewhere in the uh, card of Israel and so on. But there's an encouragement, and it is this in verse 3. Let's read it. Encourage the exhausted hands and strengthen their feeble or tottering knees. After I lockdown, and that's wonderful. We can come together. And I realize that perhaps some Christians have somehow in their Christian walk lost many things. And that is so important that we understand God will do something that we are going to be built up. And that's what the Bible says here very clear. Hands have something to do with doing. Anything you do, you do with your hands. And hands, if they're not in action, you can have lame hands. And that's what actually the Spirit said there in Hebrews chapter 12. Strengthen your hands and your feeble knees. And that's important to understand it. The Bible says very clearly, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. And that is in regards to knees. Knees speak about, in the Bible, about what? About what? Prayer. You know the Bible, don't you? Do you read the Bible? Yes? That's why you know it. Knees has always, in the Bible, something to do with prayer. And that's so important. Ephesians chapter 3, 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. You understand? Paul was bowing his knees. Prayer means bowing your knees. And perhaps in this time of lockdown, you might have been discouraged, and say, oh well, Lord, what does it help? But I tell you what, it's so wonderful to understand that our prayers are working, and if you pray, it's not just a prayer. We pray to God. Hallelujah. And He will answer, and that's wonderful. And then, we have another scripture that speaks about knees. In Amos chapter 3, verse 12. You have to Overlook this because I looked it up in the German Bible. Sometimes it's good if you speak two languages and you get the full picture from both languages. And it says in Amos chapter 3, 12, Thus says the Lord, Just as the shepherd snatched from the lion's mouth a couple of legs. The Luther says, Two knees not just a couple of legs two knees or a piece of an ear so will this so will the son of israel dwelling in samaria be snatched away satan is trying to snatching away and the good shepherd what did he do he snatched right in the last moment out of the mouth of the lion what two knees, and a piece of ear. And you know, these things show us something, has something to do with prayer. Therefore, Paul was bowing his knees before the Lord, and he was praying. And recently, Ella and I, before we go to bed, we had a nice watch of our dear brother Malcolmson, Keith Malcolmson. I think it should be known here in the church. And he is a man of God there in Ireland, in Limerick. And it was perhaps the last week, the last month, it was his so-called School of Christ. I remember years ago, Pastor Gary, you went there, didn't you? Yeah, you remember. And he spoke about the priority in the ministry. And you should listen to him. Boy, or oh boy, this young man is full of fire of God. There's nothing idling in his life. He's serving the Lord. And he spoke on this theme on that night, the priority getting right and he spoke spoke about the priority in ministry and he called it that's prayer and he said they start the day at five o'clock in the morning five a.m. in the morning with prayer a couple of hours i don't know how long but at least till 7 or 8 or 9, till breakfast and so on. And then preaching the whole day. And he said very clearly, this is the priority number one in the life of a minister. It encouraged me, me very strongly. And we see here, God will do something And we have to pray for this young man. I like to listen to him, although he has a very strong Irish accent, but I'm perfect in understanding Irish now. I'm perfect, yes. I know exactly what he means. I'm telling ya. I'm telling ya. And then I understand exactly what he means. And when he speaks in the fire of God, it's so encouraging. And it was the best we ever could do. Or Ellen and I, we watched also our dear brother who is with the Lord, Dave Hunt. And I must say, these men of God, God has strengthened them, and their voice is being heard today still on YouTube. Or our dear brother, uh, Bosch, we watch him mainly Monday morning when we have our breakfast. That's the time when, when I see in Australia on the YouTube and it's wonderful to see God is doing something. Now this lockdown we have been through. It was perhaps and looked like the lockdown of the people who were in Assyria and that was their lockdown. And when they ended the lockdown and they came back, they were praising the Lord and worshiping, the Lord. Now, it says here very clearly, then the recompense of God will come. What will happen then when the Lord in His strength will come and bring the recompense of His people? And it says there very clearly, say to those with anxious heart, Take courage and fear not. That's what I want to say at the end of our lockdown. Be encouraged in the Lord and fear not, because the recompense of the Lord will come. What will happen then? And I'm looking forward for these things to happen in our church and everywhere where the body of Christ is getting together. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened. Many, many Christians in these days around the globe are blind for the things of God. I, I mean not blind for the things to see here, but blind for the things of God. We have got a great Oh, let me say, a circle of friends and relatives, of course, all around the world, almost. We have friends in Canada, friends in the States. We have relatives in Sweden. We have good friends in Ireland, I'm telling you. And we pray for them. Hallelujah. And the greatest thing we are rejoicing about, that his wife, she was plagued with cancer. And she is still around. Hallelujah. She is still around. And when he finished preaching, then I I think it was her. I saw her moving to the piano and then playing the songs, praising the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, those of anxious heart, take courage. The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. Hallelujah. It's important that you're on the right way, and the right way is the highway of holiness. The highway of holiness. Hallelujah. That's important. Now, long Christians, acquaintances of ours, there's something, send something to us. And I must say, are they not ashamed? You can see them somewhere in a restaurant and they show you something, stretch you something into your face. What is it? Have they got the Bible in their hand, Pastor Gary? No. Glass of beer or wine? have to become so blind that they don't understand that time is not there for celebrating in the world and getting perhaps drunk or stuff like that. There is the highway of holiness, and that's the way for going home. And I believe that we are on the last leg of our journey home. You know what it means? There's nothing much more to come. Jesus will come soon. And the wonderful rapture will take place very soon. I don't know. But one thing I know, the rapture is just around the corner. Are you on the highway of holiness? And that's important. This highway of holiness. Every born again Christian who loves the Lord should be on holiness is so important in our Christian walk and God makes us responsible for that now what happened there many people are so blind There was an incident in a department sh- store, you know, like Myers or what other department stores here in, in Melbourne. And they have a elevator. And on this elevator was some maintenance to be done. The elevator door was open and was hardly strong enough, barricaded, that nobody could fall into this open shaft. A blind man came because he had a dog who led him and he knew in what direction to go to the elevator, either to go up or down. And he went with his dog, and all of a sudden, the dog stopped. And this blind man was a little bit aggro. He said, come on, go. But the dog saw the elevator was open. It was hardly barricaded, not strong enough. And he pulled the dog. I don't know whether he swore, hopefully not. But he said, come, go. Why don't you want to go? And people realized that and heard the situation. They saw this man with his guide dog and arguing with the dog. And somebody came and said, Man, sir, don't you understand what is here? And they said, This dog just saved your life. They're doing maintenance on the elevator and the barricading is not really properly done. Many Christians just keep going because they're so blind, so blind. Instead of going into, onto the highway of holiness, living a life of holiness, this is that what God wants of us. Now, I can't make myself holy, but you can come onto this road or highway of holiness that you say, Lord, I want to see you. And as the Bible says in Hebrew, without holiness, how many will see the Lord? Anybody knows it? How many? No one. How many are this from us here? Without holiness no one will see the Lord. I'm saying Hebrews eleven, it might be, or Hebrews twelve verse thirteen. If it is there, then we can read it. follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. And that's what came on my heart. When the lockdown ended in Samaria or in uh, Assyria, they came down and God did something great that even The blind could walk there. And some people don't understand. It is not an effort of ourselves, is it? Just walking with the Lord. The Lord is holy, and we shall be holy too. And it says, and then the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. To be blind is something bad. But to be deaf is something also horrible. Why? You can see all the actions, but you can't participate. You can't hear anything. Do you still hear the voice of the Spirit of God when God says to you, stop this. This is not pleasing in my sight. Do you still hear the voice of the turtledove? We read it in Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 12. The flowers have already appeared in the land, and the time of of pruning has arrived. And the voice of the turtle dove has been heard in the land. That means the Spirit of God, the voice of the Spirit of God. Do you hear that voice? Do you hear that voice? If not, perhaps the Lord has to unstop your spiritual ears. And everything else you fill your ears with has to go away. And that's why there is a way of holiness, and holiness is an, an important part for God. Are you on the highway of holiness? Are you yes? If you realize the Spirit of God has spoken to you and you pointed out things in your life, you have to let go immediately. You know what voice it is? The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. The Bible speaks clearly about, and Paul writes about it, in First Thessalonians. And we read there chapter 4, 2 and 3. You know what command we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. When Paul was preaching in Thessalonica, and he said, "We remember, we gave you a command. Who can give me a command? God only. Now, what did Paul say here? You know, that what command we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God. Your sanctification. And what is sanctification? Is equal holiness. Is that right? Sanctification is equal holiness. Have you progressed in holiness? Can you say, Lord, I have come closer to you, perhaps even in this time of lockdown. The time of lockdown is over. Therefore, strengthen your hands, lift up your lame hands, and get your tottering knees in action, and pray, and seek the Lord in prayer and the Lord will answer Hallelujah. And Paul says here very clearly, that's the command of the apostles, that we should, that's the will of God, live in sanctification. That is, that you abstain from sexual immorality. In every situation, this world is so immoral. It's so immoral. We can't watch TVs anymore without having all that stuff coming and flickering down before your eyes. And the Spirit of God and the voice of the turtle dove tells us very clearly, that is not right. What are you saying? What are you saying? Lord, bring me on the highway of holiness. What are you saying? And that's important for us. And we have read here very clearly that even those who are simple cannot go there. No unclean person will be found on the road of holiness. No one. And that's Important to understand. But the redeemed of the Lord will what? They will walk on it. Hallelujah. The coming of the Lord. The rapture could be soon, very soon. Are you still walking on the road of holiness or highway of holiness? Now, as I mentioned before, these other two highways, in Israel, then, at that time, there was a highway on the west. The highway was there. And then the highway on the east, the highway of the kings. And then there's a third highway. It's not being mentioned in the card of Israel, but in the Bible it's mentioned. The time of the coming of Jesus and the rapture is not being given to us. But Jesus has spoken that he will come back and he will take us away. Hallelujah. Maybe just a short while. I'm not quite sure. Maybe just a short while. Then... The sound of the or the voice of the archangel and the sound of the trumpet of God will sound. And then we will be with him forever and ever on ever. Hallelujah. Are you looking for this day? Are you looking for this day? Come on the highway of holiness. That means dedicate your life totally with every angle of your life. And with every corner, you protect, perhaps, so much that nobody could look into this corner. But the Spirit of God looks into it. Can we fool the Spirit of God? No way, no way, no way. Let's read verse 10, and then we, there we read. And the of the Lord will return and come with joyful shouting to Zion, with everlasting joy up on their heads. They will find gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing will flee away hallelujah that's on the road of holiness i'm on the road going home we have got no time for anything else and that is just serving the lord and preaching the word of god to those don't know the lord jesus hallelujah the day of the coming and rapture might be very soon if you listen very clearly about our dear brother safati ami safati listen to him and especially development in the Middle East at the moment. This time can come very soon. The so-called Ezekiel War is on the brink and all these powers have gathered together. The Russians are there, the Turks, and all the other nations, they are around. It could come very soon. But the Lord is coming before. Because we have been not been destined to wrath, have we? No. We have been destined to life. And especially in the case of Israel. Many in Israel who are believers in Jesus Christ. Waiting for the rapture. The rapture is coming very, very soon. Are you on the way, on the highway of holiness? May the Lord bless you because there is little, little time. Say, Lord, I want to go on this way. Search my heart, O Lord. And find what is in my heart. We can't cover it. He knows it anyway. Let's pray. Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your word. And we thank the Lord for this appeal. That we should go and that you want us to go on the highway of holiness that will end up in Zion, our heavenly Zion. Hallelujah. We are pilgrims to Zion. Oh, Father, I thank you. And you know those who are struggling in any area of their life with holiness. Lord, I pray that in their heart might be flamed up a fire for you to serve you, Lord Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that you are coming soon and the call for rapture might be soon around the corner. I thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. I don't know whether we will see again next Sunday I don't know. Could be, what are you doing when the trumpet is sounding next week? Where will you be? I Hopefully, no one will be here on this earth anymore. We will rejoice in a great meeting in heaven. Hallelujah. And that is so important. That's the word gave, the Lord gave me for you. Hallelujah. Strengthen, lift up your weak hands that hang down. I think we have a chorus. Lift up your hands that hang down. Yes? And strengthen your feeble knees. Perhaps the time to go into prayer more and more. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There, of course, a little bit of tea and coffee. And if you can manage to get something in your mouth in spite of this, so then, God help you. Have a wonderful day then.